0: This podcast of the Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit the seanstevensonmodel.com.
1: Welcome to the Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson. Here with my co-host and producer, Jade Harrell, what's up, Jade? What's up, Sean? How are you doing today with your beautiful self?
0: Oh, thank you so much, Sean. I feel like a euphoraniac.
1: Euphoraniac?
0: Yes. What? A euphorious maniac right about now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I would justify that one. <laughs> Definitely, I can see that.
0: It's, I see st- a combination of both. It's, mm. There's a euphoria, but I feel like a maniac.
1: Mm. <laughs> but you do it so gracefully. Well, give That's thanks. what I love about you. That's what makes it work. Today, we've Mm -hmm. got an amazing show. Uh, Yeah, we do. Absolutely amazing show. We've got a great guest on. Mm -hmm. And this is somebody who I've got a lot of respect for. And we hit it off immediately. You know, some people you get connected with and you guys just click. Mm-hmm. And he's actually becoming a good friend of mine. and somebody that I met when I was at On It HQ, oh, uh, wow. On It headquarters a awesome uh, couple trip. months back. Yeah. And he was right there to kind of take me around, show me the place. And we played a game of pool, which Uh-oh. I won, by the way. Uh, he did knock the eight ball in, however, oh, you, you know, know, but a, win- a victory is a victory. <laughs>
0: You'll take you the W.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, but we were just geeking out on some information about nutrition and things of that nature mm. and he's really well researched just a smart smart guy so we're yeah. going to bring him on in just a moment but first okay speaking of on it we're going to give a shout out to our show sponsor on it.com head over to o-n-n-i-t forward slash m-o-d-e-l that's forward slash model For 10% off all your health and human performance supplements, we're huge fans of the Hemp Force Protein. Oh, that's my Absolutely. I know, right? I Mm. know, right? The number one most bioavailable protein for the human body is going to be found in hemp. Highest source of edestin and albumin, these very soft, globular, water-soluble proteins, right? And what is the human body mostly made of?
0: Water-soluble material. Water.
1: Be be (laughs) water. Be water, my friend. Exactly. So it's very digestible. And it just feels good. feels good in your system. Very contrary to whey, Mm. gas and blast, AKA Mm. gas and blast. No way. No way. (laughs) You know, which for some people they can digest that stuff just fine. But for a lot of us, we take it because we feel that we have to, you know, because it's become the industry standard and it's been tested. You know, there's a lot of tests backing the efficacy of whey protein. However, if it doesn't feel good, it's an indication that there's something off about Mm -hmm. that. And if, Anybody knows about this. If they've ever tried hemp protein of any type, they know that it's so much more digestible. It just feels good. Mm-hmm. However, the catch could be it's, that it tastes yeah. like a dirt smoothie, <laughs> right? You got some dirt, a little bit of of uh, painter's glue oh, no. mixed in there. You shake that up. That's what you get with a lot of hemp proteins, not with hemp force. It it's tastes incredible. Smooth. It is likely going to be the most incredible protein mm-hmm. you've ever tasted. Very good. Actually. So This is why we're fans of it. Not only is it, Incredible for your health and well-being, but it also tastes good. It tastes good. We're also huge fans of the Shroom Tech. Shroom Tech Sport, it's my number one pre-workout supplement to give me that extra edge in my exercise and my training without spiking me out. Right. Right? There was this great little picture going around on Instagram. I mentioned this before of this guy. He's got paper clips all over his body. And he's like, this is how I feel when I take my pre-workout. Right. And I know a lot of people have experienced this, yeah. you know, like the beta alanine kind of just buzz and you feel like your skin is tingling or whatever. Right. We're not talking about that. <laughs> We're talking about something that is subtle, that's natural. Mm-hmm. Actually, the cordyceps mushroom, which is based on, it's 5,000 years of documented history for improving your stamina, for boosting your cell oxygenation. And it's just really incredible. But mm-hmm. also something else interesting in there is ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. It's often referred to as the Indian ginseng. I would okay? like one a t-shirt
0: the... that says ashwagandha.
1: That sounds like a good idea. It does. That's a good I idea. I would just
0: start some real great conversation.
1: <laughs> what know. is that? Ashwagandha. So, <laughs> it's, it's one of the top things in Ayurvedic medicine. And like I said, it's the Indian ginseng. And it's clinically proven to actually help to boost your reaction time. Right, which is really interesting, right? And that can be very helpful for when you're training and for when it's game time as well. So, really great stuff. Really great formula. time
0: for some of us. You're
1: into NASCAR, (laughs) whatever, or just on the streets because you know some people going to work. Little cray cray. Navigating the cubicles. So those are two of our favorite things. But they've got a lot of incredible things over there. So head over and check them out onit.com forward slash model for ten percent off. Now let's get into the iTunes review of the week.
0: Can you believe it, Sean? Another five-star rating. And this one is from BeBone1978. It says, imparting wisdom in simplistic terms. Sean, I was introduced to your podcast via a friend in my men's group, At first, I was hesitant and decided to put it off until I had more time. Well, one week later, the I had more time moment came, and I couldn't be happier that I settled in. Now I'm hooked, and I've thoroughly enjoyed what I've heard and how it's delivered. The episode detailing how we should take back our sleep sanctuary spoke volumes, and I immediately took measures upon arriving home. You have earned a devoted listener as long as you stay true to your formula and always keep it real. Jay Kelly.
1: Wow. Oh, my goodness. My formula, that's my secret sauce. (laughs) I'm staying true to that. Thank you so much for that review. That's so powerful. To the bone. So powerful.
0: And again, we get a glimpse of how this is working in people's lives. I love that they include that.
1: Wow. So much gratitude. Thank you, everybody, for leaving those reviews on iTunes. It truly does mean a lot to me. And uh, we promise to keep the good stuff coming for sure. We've got amazing, absolutely amazing shows coming up for you in 2015. So now let's go ahead and get into our topic of the day and our special guest, Our guest today is Evan Brand. He's the host of an incredible podcast called Not Just Paleo. So it's looking behind this incredible framework of paleo nutrition, but going beyond that, Mm -hmm. which is really, really wonderful. And talking about a lot of the other things that matter in our health and well-being, which we're going to talk about today, which I'm so excited about. He's also an author and a very, very dedicated researcher. And just like I said, he's he's becoming a good friend and really smart guy. Great guy to hang around. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to welcome to the Model Health Show, Mr. Evan Brand.
2: How are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. And it was so fun just listening to you guys <laughs> talk. So hopefully I can make it just as fun.
0: Just come on in. This is how the environment is around here.
2: This is how we roly-poly, man.
0: <laughs> roly-poly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, man, I know you can, man. You've got that, you know, it, it's a rare quality. You know, it's kind of like this childlike nature about you and just this like curiosity. Like you can see that very blatantly, you know, when I met you and, and I really appreciate that. And so I'm curious, you know, how did you get to this place where you have that nature, you know, because I know that life can try to kind of beat you down sometimes and, and beat the curiosity out of you, beat the the childlike adventurous spirit out of you. So I'm really curious, what is your superhero origin story? How did you get started in this health and wellness field? What was your triggering event for you to get interested in this stuff?
2: I mean, honestly, as far as the curiosity goes, that probably goes back to being a kid. I mean, I always remember asking why and, I feel like that's an important question to ask as we move forward into the future and so i did that all the time and it took until college before my health started to get messed up and especially my gut getting the diagnosis of ibs which is sort of kind of a pseudo diagnosis anyway and i asked why why am i dealing with this and just digging into the stress response sort of Because I was working out, bodybuilding. I was stressed out with school. There was just a combination of things going on. And so I just kept asking why, 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 why? And then eventually I discovered that breads and pastas and this whole category of foods wasn't really necessary. And that it was actually destroying my gut, which was then destroying my bowel function, which was then destroying my confidence, which then destroyed my self-esteem. I mean, it was just like this huge snowball that just piled up and I basically got swept away in an avalanche of depression and negative emotions uh, while working third shift and going to college. And Mm. so that was sort of my point to realize that something was messed up and that I needed to make some changes. Wow. That is
3: uh, Mm.
2: IBS, man.
1: You know, I think it's like an acronym for like, I barely see, (laughs) you know, I barely see what the issue is, you know? And like you said, it's like a pseudo diagnosis. And when somebody's diagnosed with something like that, it's like, it doesn't really answer the questions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where your curiosity and your your naturally curious spirit kinda kicked in. And I'm interested to see what you found. You know, how did you get from there to experiencing the health and just amazing energy that you
2: have today? Well, thanks. Yeah. Well, first I would like to mention that I had to turn down the conventional treatments because they were failing. I mean, I was prescribed or I had the opportunity. I never actually filled the prescriptions, but I got thrown three different prescriptions. One was an acid blocker, one was some anti-spasmatic drug that was gonna reduce the, you know, the they call it the colonic motility, different things like that. I don't even remember what the third one was, but I just looked at the research and that stuff is not good for you. And so I turned that down first off, and then essentially it was just baby steps, man. I think that's what anybody does they take baby steps and the first step was just cutting out pasta. I mean, I had this weird idea that if you were going to be a bodybuilder, if you wanted to bulk up that you just need to be pounding the pasta. And so I mean, it was a food group. I had my chicken breast and my pasta and my green beans and I thought I was just killing it. Mm-hmm. But yet I was still having to run to the bathroom. It's like this doesn't even make sense. My acne was bad. I was depressed. I mean, it was like huh, so why are all the bodybuilding magazines saying this? It just didn't make sense. And then Mm -hmm. it took probably a year of suffering to realize that that was just propaganda that somehow has survived this long. Mm. Yeah, man, I can definitely identify with that too. And just
1: having this kind of conventional understanding about what we should be eating Mm -hmm. and then not really paying attention to the results that we're getting personally, because pre- any football game, we would have this big pasta mm. meal. And I remember being so tired. Like, right. I mean, I'd be like pumped up at the same time mm-hmm. because you're ready to get in there and to Make go to battle. In, yeah. But I just I, it's kind of hard to explain. But I was I was like yawning and just like oh, especially if I was standing still. I just I, I didn't mm-hmm. I started to come down very quickly. Sure. And I thought that if I ate more pasta, it right. would give me more energy, more energy,
0: right? but you I never paid
1: attention, attention to how I was feeling,
0: mm-hmm. you know?
1: And by the way, so when I upgraded things, I went from the standard pasta to the whole wheat. pasta. There you go. See, right. I thought I was doing better, but still <laughs> I was puffy, you know, low energy. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I pulled that uh, kind of conventional food out of my mm-hmm. diet that I started to experience much better health. And I'm, I'm assuming you feel the same way.
2: Oh, yeah. Puffy is a great word, man. I was looking at some pictures of myself the other day from even just 2009, 2010, where my muscles were big, but my face was big. Mm -hmm. I mean, I look back and I feel like I have actually gone back in time or something. I feel like I look younger now in 2015 than I did in 2009. In 2009, I was still young. You know, it's it's crazy, right?
1: Right, I would have called you Puff Daddy if I (laughs) if I
2: met you.
0: Puff Baby, because he was young. (laughs) But they did that for track.
2: There's pictures out there. My cheeks. Mm -hmm. I mean, I thought I was just born with kind of chipmunk cheeks. That's inflammation, you know. About that.
0: Yeah, we were convinced of that as well with track and you know the and I remember yawning and feeling so sluggish, but I never got the realization that there was a connection there. And I think one of the things we do is that we'll suffer through if we feel like we're doing the right thing, that we have to pay the price of pain in order to break through to this other place. But with the carbs and the pasta and the the grains, we never get to that promised land, so to
1: speak. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great segue into something that you really discovered for yourself. and You've been teaching a lot of people, which is the connection between food and your mood. Mm right? Food and your mood. So can you tell us a little bit about that and how you kind of found that inner guidance system?
2: Yeah, definitely. So when my diet was messed up, like I mentioned, my gut was messed up. And I'm sure your listeners are familiar with the idea that depending on who you ask, 80% or so of your serotonin is produced in the gut. But what people don't often know is that, well, where does the serotonin come from? Well, you have to have the precursor L-tryptophan, the essential amino acid, and everybody talks about turkey. You know, as soon as I say tryptophan, y'all are picturing turkey and gravy, <laughs> and, and that's a good place to start. You know, dietary tryptophan, dietary amino acids, that's a good place to start for people, but oftentimes, if your gut is so messed up, you're not going to have all of the different cofactors necessary to convert the tryptophan from your food over to serotonin which then converts over to melatonin. So essentially, if one thing is off at the top of the food chain, you're going to have messed up sleep, a messed up mood, and a messed up gut. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I recommend that people, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are already doing these things, but the pasture-raised eggs, the grass-fed beef, the nuts and seeds, raw dairy, if you have quality access to raw dairy, That could be good for some people. I do a little bit of raw cheese, and I happen to just love the taste of it. Sometimes my gut can't handle it, so I have to pull it back out. But these are just some great ways to get some dietary tryptophan in there. But also, a lot of my clients that are severely depressed and have sleep issues, just supplementing just a little bit, maybe 150 milligrams of L-tryptophan, can be enough to really put them into a restful sleep which then reduces their stress, and then they sort of have a calming down of the gut. And so I think that's a good starting point, though. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We actually did, and
1: you know how we roll, man. We actually did do a show topic talking about uh, reversing some of the symptoms of depression and how Mm -hmm. it's interconnected with uh, what's going on with tryptophan and serotonin in the gut. And one of the big players here is your liver function, because this is really codependent on your liver being able to process this and help that conversion. So liver health is of paramount importance for mm-hmm. sure. So I'm so glad you brought that up because what we tend to do is like, oh, serotonin's low, I should take serotonin or try to you know, take this precursor, but will your body be able to convert it mm-hmm. is the question. And that's where overall abundant health comes from. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to like this food and mood connection, Uh, I really feel it's like a bisexual relationship. You know, like it goes both ways. You know, so your food, (laughs) right? Your food, your food that you eat impacts your mood Mm -hmm. and your mood mood. also impacts the food choices that you take. You know, so it goes both ways Mm -hmm. and you can quote me on that. We need to put that on a t-shirt. I'm
0: going to stick with the, what was the name of the thingy?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. So your mood dictates your food choices and your food choices also dictate your mood. So, When you're in a positive mood, you're much more likely to make positive choices.
0: There you go. Mm. Say it again, sir.
1: And also feeling a stress free kind of attitude. You'll be more capable of exacting your willpower, you know, when you're not dealing with a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. However, Mm -hmm. when stress is on top of you, it's the reverse. It is. You know, it becomes very difficult to like, I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling worn out. I'm just going to go and chop up some vegetables mm-hmm. and make a nice salad and mm-hmm. make a nice uh, whole foods meal for myself. No, this is likely the time that you pick up the phone and you dial Domino's. Yeah. The Noid. Sad. You remember The Noid? I do. It was very annoying. That
0: sounds like it's before your time. I'm surprised you know that.
1: <laughs> I had a Noid video game. <laughs> Did you Real really? Talk on Nintendo.
0: Oh, man. What a yeah, confession. It was free.
2: Confessions.
1: I got a lot of free stuff. I'm <laughs> So let's talk a little bit more about that, man, and, and the food mood connection. You got anything else to share with that?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, even before we stray away from tryptophan, I mean, a lot of people that are striving to go for weight loss, I mean, carbohydrate cravings have a lot to do with low levels of tryptophan in the blood, and so there's a few studies where obese patients, they'll give them 1,000 milligrams or 2,000 milligrams of tryptophan before the meal, and they have a significant decrease in their overall calorie consumption. Not that I count calories, but you know, a a lot of the uh, food mood connection, people are stressed out or they're using food as a coping response. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've seen so many people that they just, I mean, even if it's a healthy thing like dark chocolate, they just have this, ah, I'm emotional. I need to go eat to satiate myself. And oftentimes Mm -hmm. there may just be an underlying deficiency there that can be fixed and, Boom, now all of a sudden you're not having these weird cravings at 9 p.m. Yeah. And that's so
0: powerful for people because, Mm -hmm. and I can attest to this personally, that you feel out of control, out of body at some point. It's Mm -hmm. like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing going on. Mm -hmm. And then in turn, you beat yourself up Mm -hmm. and have this guilt, this overriding guilt that then pushes you even further. And in this place that if you don't know and if you're not clear and understand what's happening,
1: it can just be a vicious cycle. Wow. What a great analogy with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Mr. Hyde was like bigger. Right. He was angry. Right. Just, he was hangry. Aggressive. hangry. He was hangry. He was
0: angry. You know, he's looking
1: for Snickers. <laughs> right. You know, to get him back to being um, yeah. Dr. Jekyll again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a great analogy. And also on that stress note, and I definitely, man, Evan, thank you so much for bringing this up because this is a huge issue is really when we're battling stress and then it inherently makes our food choices more difficult biochemically, because biologically, a stress response in the body will inherently increase your blood sugar, okay? And there's many ways that your body goes about doing that. One of those ways is breaking down your muscle through a process called gluconeogenesis and turning your muscle into sugar, basically, to kind of fuel that stress response. Because our body, it it doesn't matter if you're stressed out because you need to go and take care of this bill that came out of nowhere, like you got to get something done today, or you're getting chased by, you know, a predator, you know, the response of your body is not that different. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be going on no matter what. So you're going to get this increase in blood sugar. And what that will inherently do is also lead to a crash,
3: Mm -hmm. right?
1: You are going to go hypoglycemic. Your blood sugar is going to drop to the floor. And what are you going to do then? If you've ever had a cookie, if you've ever had cake, if you've ever had ice cream, if you've ever had uh, a Subway sandwich, your brain remembers that I can get a quick source of glucose from those foods to stabilize me. So your whole biology is going to compel you to go and Mm -hmm, eat those foods mm -hmm. and not eat the foods that you know are the right ones for your body long-term. Sure. you know. So this gets into Mm -hmm. that conversation of your willpower versus your biology.
0: Your subconscious and your conscious mind because at that point, your mind is not involved. You're mindless about it. You're going based on
1: something underlying. So Evan, have you seen any of this in your practice as well?
2: Oh, definitely. And something else I was going to mention is that food cravings for people. And just this whole food is such a weird thing for people. (laughs) And I mean, especially guys. And now that there's this intermittent fasting and all of this new, there's always a new diet trend. You know, even if we've taken it so far, everybody's on board with organic and grass fed and this whole thing. Now we have to take it to another level. And so a couple of my clients recently have come to me that are completely exhausted and burnt out. Mm. And I look into their food journal if I were to count, they may be, I don't keep track of calories too often, but these guys are probably eating a thousand calories a day and it's like, oh, well, I'm intermittent fasting and they're not realizing that that's a stressor. And if your stress barrel is already full with, you have kids, you have a traffic jam you have to be part of every morning, all of those are basically filling up this stress barrel. And then you add something like intermittent fasting, which has plenty of great benefits if you're in the right state of the nervous system, but they add that in at the wrong time. And now they're having to drink two, three glasses of wine. They're eating half a dark chocolate bar at night. And all of this is just basically an imbalance or what I would kind of look at as something like a GABA deficiency, which is sort of the neurotransmitter that I call kind of the breaks of the brain. And so essentially a lot of people that are having this bad food mood relationship, you're basically a semi-truck with bicycle brakes. Mm. We have so much go, 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 but yet we have no ability to slow down mm. until we hit a wall. Mm. And I don't want people to live an unsustainable life like that. It's just really not the way to be. And you mm-hmm. can still do that and eat healthy food and then run into the wall.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, yes. You're so right. life. It's like, you know, oftentimes, and I just had this happen uh, with a client a couple of weeks ago, and they're just like telling me, like, I don't really feel that much stress. With my job, like in parentheses, with my job, that's what a lot of people inherently connect to stress is like, am I stressed with work? And he doesn't really feel like that. He's kind of just got his work stuff on automatic, but he didn't take into account his overall stress load. So this could be mental stress, this could be relationship stress, lack thereof relationship stress. (laughs) This could be, you know, emotional stress.
0: Relations stress? Right,
1: right. (laughs) Work stress. This could Uh be dietary stress, you know, like you're talking about here, Evan. Uh, where we're not getting the nutrients we need or we're bringing in too much of the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. Exercise, stress, that's a stress. Mm-hmm. It can be a hormetic, a good stress, a hormetic stressor, but if you're not having this stuff in balance, it could tip you over. So glad you brought that up. Spiritual stress, and this is what this individual really, where we wanted to focus. And again, even that word has a lot of different connotations for different people, but what it really meant for me and for him in that context is, do you feel like you're on your mission? When you wake up in the morning, do you feel like you're doing the thing that you're here to do? And he laughed a little bit. He was like one of those um, kind of to brush it off, laughs like, (laughs) then he said, no, (laughs) I don't feel like that at all, Sean, actually. And once we got connected with that and the place to focus, because I could point him to 10 supplements to take, but is that really going to solve the issue? Then it's, I'm doing allopathic medicine again, you know, where we're treating symptoms instead of like, let's look at the underlying cause here. If you're waking up every day feeling Excited about life and this opportunity that you have to do something great to be of service to give your gift that's what's going to connect you with something that's going to not only Create vibrant health, but to suppress these symptoms that you're dealing with naturally,
3: mm-hmm. you know
1: And that's really we've got to understand that it's a whole thing, you know So your overall stress load is something to take into consideration and that brings up another point evan that I want to talk with you about which is looking at the diet and fitness and how a lot of people feel that you know once i have my fitness dialed in and my diet then it's going to equal my happiness is that a, a little bit of a mistake to think that
2: i would say so i mean you could look back at some of the early pictures on my website where i was completely ripped probably 8% body fat six pack shoulders popping out and you look and i have a just a punk face on. I mean, there's no better way. I look like a punk and (laughs) I I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. I thought that's all it took. You know, once you get the six pack or once you get this weird aesthetic goal, everything just kind of falls into place and people just automatically respect you. And I was completely wrong. I probably got less respect. The more fit I got, the bigger my shoulders got, the bigger my arms got, the less respect I got because I was a tough guy now. Mm. And I was immediately judged for trying to fit that look, and people never took the time to to kind of feel out my heart. And that's something that I love about you, Sean, and that you expressed on my show as well, is that we're so much deeper than what we are on the surface. And in the age of the Internet and social media and all of that, we just see the outward appearance someone eating this food, you know, all the pictures on Instagram and all that of all these meals. I mean, it's this new obsession. We have to take a picture of everything before we even touch it with a fork, you know, (laughs) which, you know, whatever, that's cool. But what's beneath all of that? And for me, there wasn't much beneath all of that. I was unhappy. And that was a big deal for me because I could sit here and eat the healthiest organic food ever. But if I'm so depressed, And I'm thinking depressed thoughts. I'm lacking the spirituality that I'm a huge proponent of too. I mean, what is that going to be doing to my digestive enzyme function? What is that going to be doing to my assimilation of nutrients? I'm actually going to be, you know, taking any of this in if I'm not grateful for the food, you know? So really for me, I just try to encourage people that life is so much deeper than what it is on the outside. Your relationships are so important hugging your kids, hugging your spouse, just doing, I try to do at least three, four, five, eight to 10 second hugs with my wife every day. And that is such a good feeling. And of course, we could geek out on the science of oxytocin and all of that. But I mean, just expressing love like that and having physical touch, After a long day of sitting behind a computer screen, I mean, that's enough to pull somebody out of a depression, in my experience. Wow.
1: Mine, too. So powerful, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talked about this several times as well about that. It's called the cuddle hormone, Mm -hmm. you know, that oxytocin and just having that long embrace with somebody that you care about, it, it's powerful. It's medicine, mm-hmm. you know, and this, isn't airy, fairy this is not airy-fairy talk. This is like there's real science.
0: It's not, and, and I've got some evidence. i tell you <laughs> what, my father-in-law, when I first started coming around several, teen years ago, he felt like a stone. His mm-hmm. body literally felt like a stone when I mm-hmm. hugged him, and he would bristle up when I would hug him, I guess because, He just was at that point where he hadn't had and really wasn't getting any physical contact with people Mm. for long periods of time. Well, now... He opens his arms, but he feels like flesh again, um, you know, uh, and I totally feel a physical difference in him from shoulders. To, and I would hold him.
1: Yeah, I know how you hug. You know? <laughs> yes. She, <laughs> she makes sure was, you feel that hug when you're when you leave her
0: <laughs> because I'm pushing my heart in there, too. But yeah. I know it probably felt really awkward to him. And it is for yeah. people who aren't used to it at first. Like, OK, can we let go now? <laughs> and I'll just smile through it until they get used to that. And it has tremendously made an impact with the people I encounter
2: yes definitely Mm -hmm. let me add this real quick too this sort of weird energetic thing happened I was at a health conference and you know I'm a big hugger I mean it's more awkward for me to shake someone's hand than it is to hug them you know that's just (laughs) the way I am and and so I remember hugging one of these other health practitioners that I met and she said no 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 you're doing it wrong you know how we just kind of go up and just hug each other. Mm. And most of the time you're just chest to chest. She said, no, you have to be heart to heart. Mm. So she kind of scooted me over to where, you know, when you're looking down on yourself, your left side right there, my left side was on her left side and we were kind of pressing heart to heart. And so we just kind of sat there and hugged each other for like 15 Mm. seconds. And then she teared up Mm. and she goes, Oh my God. She goes, you are a good hugger. She goes, <laughs> and I was just like, "Holy! I was like, Holy crap. You know, I mean, she's, she's crying now. Like right. this is an emotional mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. And apparently, and this isn't the first time since that that's happened. When you kind of scoot yourself over and hug heart to heart instead, mm. it's this weird sort of like energetic transfer. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this information is coming out of, and I encourage people to check out heart math Institute. HeartMath Institute, and they actually, there's a device called a magnetoencephalogram, and you can actually measure the energetic field that radiates from the human heart, and it has a distance of about eight feet from our bodies. So again, this isn't just, I'm hugging somebody and they're tearing up for no reason. There's actually an interaction Mm -hmm. of your energetic field, and it's very, very powerful, but again, we're so, because, you know, there's a saying that we have is, you know, seeing is believing, Mm -hmm. but Sometimes the other way, you know, believing is seeing Mm -hmm. and understanding that we can Mm -hmm. only see a certain spectrum of of energy, of light. Mm -hmm. And dogs see a different spectrum. Uh, Bats see a different spectrum. You know, some entities can see like more into infrared or ultraviolet. You know, we have a certain spectrum of reality that we see and we limit it there, you know, oftentimes. And this is why this technology is so great because we're affirming what our ancestors were telling us right, right. you know with technology, which is great long. but the thing is you don't need to wait around for the next study mm. you know to tell you that you are a bio energetic being mm-hmm. and other people as well and what are you bringing mm-hmm. instead of worrying about other people that come around you, what are you bringing to the conversation? Right. what are you bringing when you step into the room because that energy can affect other people so powerfully you know and also of course we can get to a place where we start to have standards of the people that we allow around us um, with their particular energy, because it can be difficult to put on that cape every day and you be the light. Mm-hmm. It can be difficult, but there are, especially with this audience, amazing people who are superheroes, who are being the ones who step out and they say that I'm going to be that. I'm going to be the leader. I'm going mm-hmm. to be the light mm-hmm. when they step into the place.
0: And you they know? add to the light with over a million downloads. They're adding to the light. We're illuminating mm. this planet
1: now. So powerful.
2: So, yeah, it's exponential. And uh, I didn't mean to, to interrupt there, but I just wanted to add to that that you mentioned in the very beginning that you get beat down if you're a questioning person, if you challenge authority and you challenge the status quo and things like that, that you get beat down. But I've had plenty of opportunities to get beat down and to stay down. But anybody that's faced with that situation, I mean, if it's somebody making fun of you at work because you're the health nut or you're the healthy guy or you're the guy who listens to Sean's podcast all the time, you're the super fan and and people pick on you or whatever, those people are deficient in their own happiness. And negativity is like a virus. You know, you hear about vampire, energy vampires and stuff like that. That's a real thing. And eventually positivity can overcome that. Mm -hmm. So whether it's you listening to to Sean's podcast or listening to your favorite song and singing at the top of your lungs, Mm -hmm. which that can stimulate your vagus nerve, which can stimulate neurotransmitter production, you know, things like that, just doing all these little baby steps each day. That's how happiness comes. It's not some secret. There's not any secrets to it. It's just a little nurturing of yourself And taking care of yourself like you would take care of a baby, just doing all the right things to really make the environment for yourself an optimal experience. And I really think that's where happiness comes from. So I wanted to make sure that we really crushed that question of where does happiness come from? Yeah, I love Mm -hmm. how you put a nice bow on that,
1: man. That's Mm -hmm. incredible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so for everybody just understanding diet and fitness does not equal happiness. And I've Mm -hmm. seen this across the board. He's seen it experientially, as have I, as I've seen in, I don't know, countless of my clients as well, you know, it has to have depth. You have to have depth, you know. You have to have depth, and we've got like this kind of circle of lives, like a little pie chart. A little, our life is a pie, right? <laughs> or the life of pie. You seen that movie? It's kind of weird. I loved but it. it. It blew up. Anyways, Tiger. <laughs> but anyways, check it out if you haven't. <laughs> and it was okay. All right. So, understanding that there's these different pieces of our lives, and we've got these different sectors: so health, mm-hmm. relationships, finances, career. And then I like to have like a category of growth, okay, and also spiritual health. And if we look at it like a wheel and one of those areas like your health might be at a, like a 10, but then your relationship is like a four, mm. right? And then your finances might be an eight. And it's kind of like your wheel is a little bit jagged, mm-hmm. right? So you're kind of, your ride is bumpy, lopsided. you know, your ride is bumpy <laughs> in life, but let's celebrate the things that you're rocking out. But mm. we have to give adequate attention to help to bring everything up. You know, to level. And that's something that Evan just brought oh, up, wonderful. Of, you know, to have the audacity mm-hmm. to care enough about yourself, to invest in those things, mm-hmm. you know, just to listen to these podcasts, to read the books, to go to the events, you know, to sing, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you feel so inclined to, because it's going to do nothing but bring good feelings to your body temple, mm-hmm. you know, so man, thank Which you so
0: adds much. For to the, it adds to the goodness around mm-hmm. you. It just adds, you know, that eight feet from your heart if you're doing this investment that gives that much more radiance from it, you know,
1: powerful stuff, powerful stuff. So there's another thing that I wanted to definitely talk with you about, Evan, because you know quite a bit about this is how to manage stress daily instead of trying to manage it when it blows up.
2: Let's talk (laughs) about that. Sure. Yeah. So I actually just finished. It's not out yet, but I'm going to send you a copy as soon as I'm done editing. My second book, stress solutions is almost done. And, this was created because I was a stressed out dude. I went from 170 pounds to 140 pounds over a year and a half time span. And that was not intentional. And that was the result of multiple things, but stress, man, you know how it eats your muscle away. And I experienced it firsthand and I'm still building up my weight back up to where I want to be as I'm reducing stress. And I did completely the opposite of what I should have done. I just sort of ignored stress. I felt that it was there, you know, I could maybe feel some muscle tension in my back or maybe I had trouble going to sleep at night because my mind was racing about my new business idea or whatever it was, but I just sort of ignored it. I thought, oh, you know, this is the life of what an entrepreneurial spirited person is. They're just always, they're always hustling, you know, and it wasn't until I woke up in the middle of the night with my heart pounding And I had all these racing thoughts and these guilts and all of this stuff that just literally overwhelmed me. And I'm like, you know what? This is too much. I messed up. I should have been managing this stuff before and I didn't. And now here I am completely stressed out in the middle of the night, almost in a sweat. Mm -hmm. So I called up my friend Kevin, who owns a float tank center. And I said, Kevin, I got to come in and float. And he goes, okay, how about tomorrow morning? I said, okay, perfect. And So I just kind of chilled out that day and just kind of reflected on my thoughts and realized that stress is always going to be there. I mean, it could be that you ran a red light and now you got pulled over. You can't change the fact that that happened, but you can change how you respond to it. And I was responding the wrong way. I was sort of trying to beat stress up and I'm going to beat stress, you know, I'm in charge, I'm Evan, I'm going to dominate, I'm going to, stress is nothing, I'm just going to take this herb or this supplement and I'm just going to go hit the gym, I'm going to work off this stress. And the body doesn't really work that way, the body laughs at you and says, yeah, right, you know, I'm in charge. And so the nervous system eventually is going to fight back and sort of give you all these red flags that you may or may not listen to, like anxiety or some weird heart palpitations or sweaty palms and things like that. So to try to answer the question, essentially taking little baby steps, just like you do towards health is the same way that you decompress from stress. Like I mentioned, think of it as like a rain barrel. It's good to have a little bit of water in your rain barrel. That means that you're not going to die of dehydration. You have a little bit of stress in the barrel. That's good. That means you're alive. You know, you're not bedridden. You're, you're making it through life. But as traffic and you have to go to a meeting and your boss just yelled at you for something and your wife's sick and the kids had to come home early from school, all of those things happened. But now it's up to you whether you're going to let that penetrate your stress response or whether you're just going to say, ah, it is what it is. I'm free. And, and that doesn't mean that you're denying that things are happening. This isn't about denial or avoiding stress or shoving it under the carpet. It's just a simple mindset shift, a little perspective change. And it sounds simple, but the effects are, I mean, it's amazing. I don't know if y'all have experienced that, but it's Mm -hmm. amazing. Mm
0: -hmm. I love the statement. It is what it is, but then add, it becomes what you make of it. Mm. It is what it is. It will be but it becomes whatever we make of it It could be horrible or we can make it something that we can take on in an entirely different way
1: It's all based on our perception, you know Because it's so interesting that the billions of people on the planet no two people see things the same way You know, we're all seeing through our own unique Perspective, Mm -hmm. you know, it's really we color things. It's like we're looking through a kaleidoscope of our own We color things with our own experiences Mm -hmm. and our own beliefs you know, so there's a lot of research showing that it's not that stress is bad for you. It's your perception of the stress being bad for you. Mm-hmm. That is the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, so even if you can start to make stress your friend, there's a wonderful TED talk that I'll put in the show notes about this. When you start to make stress your friend, your body's going to respond to that stress and actually make you stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it's how you respond. It's your perception. And we actually get to choose that. We do. That's what's so powerful. And I'm not saying it's easy. No. This is not for the faint of heart. Mm -hmm. You know, this is something that you practice is why it's called a practice. And what I'm hearing you say, Evan, is even just cultivating some daily practices to help to make this shift. So can you share something with us? Like what's one thing that people can do today to help to shift that perception of stress?
2: Go for a walk outside. I mean, you've read my mind. I was going to get to the action part. So. It's sunny and blue skies here in Austin. I don't know where people are. Hopefully they're not in that crazy blizzard that happens to be going on at the time we're speaking in New York, but maybe you can reframe that instead of stressing out about that. You can go out and just jump off a shed into the two feet of snow, you know, so just going outside and getting into nature. There's a lot of natural components outside that we're picking up on to where people can I mean, forest therapy, they call it Shinrin Yoku. If you start looking into PubMed for it or forest bathing, taking in the atmosphere of the forest. And I mean, salivary cortisol levels are dropping 50% -hmm. NK. I know you're all about NK cells, Sean. Uh, Mm -hmm. Immune boosting NK cells are boosted even after a month in this one particular study of time spent in the forest, 23% increase in NK cells, even after a month of being in the forest, you know, so that is incredible medicine for people. And if you can get out of the office and even just go walk around the corner real quick or go hide under a tree for your lunch break, you know, that is enough to really take off the stress that's built up through the day instead of you waiting until nine o'clock or whenever you get to the gym. And that's when you de-stress, just kind of de-stress throughout the day. Another thing I'd like to mention is just the use of essential oils. So for me, especially with IBS, but definitely for focus when I'm writing and podcasting and things like that, you can take just one drop of peppermint essential oil and you can rub it onto your stomach. If you're somebody having some IBS issues, maybe a meal didn't sit with you right, or you can take a drop of it and just rub it in between your hands and just breathe that in and inhale. And I mean, the focus and mental clarity that you get from peppermint is It's up there Mm -hmm. with nootropics and brain vitamins and things like that. And yet it's just a little essential oil that you can go pick up at Whole Foods, you know? Mm. Yeah.
0: I put some in our uh, hand soap dispenser in our bathroom. Smart. So every time my family and I wash our hands,
1: they get a burst of that. See, there's little things about Jade. I don't know. (laughs) I always find something new. I love it. And wow, that's so powerful. And you've inspired me to actually look into this research regarding time in the forest and time in nature. You know, this is something that it's been years since I looked into that stuff. I'm excited now. I'm yeah. literally excited to number one. Can we one, do a
0: podcast go, from the forest?
1: We got to do. It's mandatory. We got now. to do it. It's mandatory. <laughs> so I definitely want to check that out and look into that and understanding experientially. Again, we know this. Yeah. You know, like your inner guidance system knows already how you feel when you're in nature, and there's amazing studies to back this up, according to Evan as well. So that's awesome. And by the way, so. That's one side of the coin, and I definitely take this approach myself, these daily kind of stress integration slash management processes to help to buffer the stress we already have. But something else that I like to do and encourage people to do is to lean into the stress, mm-hmm. right? Come so on. also, yes. you're strengthening your nervous system mm-hmm. to be able to handle the stress in the first place. So you're taking a multifaceted approach so that you never break down. And so a couple of things that you can do to kind of put yourself into the stress on purpose, just like, again, hormetic stress, just like a, a tease or, or something to just kind of turn your nervous system on to make you more capable is, number one, is working out. That's one of the benefits that you get from doing an intense workout. And by intense, that doesn't mean a two-hour workout or you got to go and run a marathon. That can be just four or five minutes of intense exercise or doing some sprints or doing, um, you know, some hit training, some high-intensity intervals, or, of course, um, going and lifting some heavy stuff, you know, going and doing some deadlifts and things of that nature or some of the great equipment that it has, like the, the steel clubs, cool yeah. man, I yeah. love, I absolutely love my steel clubs. Mm-hmm. But just doing some exercise is a way to lean into the stress, mm-hmm. right? that's another benefit that you get there. Uh, another thing to try that I do as a daily practice is a contrast shower, Oh, gosh. have you heard of this before?
0: I, from your wife. And I <laughs> right. told her she was crazy. Right. So
1: if, <laughs> if this woman does it, it's something. I'm uh, telling you because yeah. she doesn't really play around, especially if she doesn't it play around sounds, with the cold. Yeah. She's from Kenya. She so it's just like cold. even cold. Right. She doesn't even really play the around. Word cold, but the she sure. <laughs> knows how it makes her feel. Mm-hmm. You know, and so what this is, is basically you, you take a hot shower and then, you know, at the end of the shower, you take maybe 10, 15 seconds. And you turn it on total cold. And hit yourself up with that, yeah. and then you can go back to hot. Oh, okay, okay, for another you ten can go seconds. Back. Right, and oh. then you go to cold. But you finish with the cold. And what that does is, it's incredible. It's so powerful for really helping to kind of stimulate your nervous system. And this is something. It's a practice. Funny enough, we found out that Tony Robbins does. Who well, then impacted like clearly, millions and millions of lives. It's you know, good stuff. he now, regularly do you, does this every single day.
0: Every day. Do you end in cold or can you end, you end with in cold? Warm. Oh, and it yeah, is like yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you, it's <laughs> so
1: invigorating. And this is just one of those ways to kind of lean into I'm the gonna stress. I'm going to give it a try. So, and one more thing that people can do is just try something new.
0: There you Anything go. I've new. You know, been doing that. You know, you, can, you, you
1: can try, you know, some crossword puzzle if you never do that, or you mm-hmm. can uh, read something that's outside of your field, mm-hmm. you know, or you can go and go to a different exercise training class. There's so many different ways to try something new.
3: Mm-hmm. And so
1: those are some other ideas. Love and that. I've just got to say, you know, Evan, thank you so much for being who you are and thank you for providing so much value And thank you for coming on, man. I truly do appreciate you. And I like to, in the show, oftentimes asking my guests, what is the model that you're here to set with your life? What is the example that you're here to set with your life?
2: Sure thing. Yeah, I quickly wanted to add, use a shower filter that filters out chlorine when you do all the hot stuff, because there's a category called trihalomethanes that are basically these little airborne chemicals that increase when you do hot water. I do the hot cold water thing too, but even on Amazon, you can get a simple shower filter that filters out like 99% of your chlorine and you'll feel the difference on your skin too. I know women love their hair and their skin and all that. You'll feel the difference once you filter it out. But my message is just that I don't ever want to have an ego of somebody that has it all figured out. And in the world of health, sometimes there are certain people that have a business model where they have to put themselves as the one dude. And I don't ever need to be the one dude. I just want to be a dude, just like you, Sean, who's out there trying to change people's lives. You know, people are tuning into this vibe that your show has, which I particularly happen to love. And people are tuning in. And I just want to have people out there that are seeking help. They might not even know they need help yet. They may have just found a podcast for entertainment and then they start hearing stuff that's resonating with them. And then like, you know what, maybe I do need some help. Maybe I do need a a little boost. I just want to be that little daily boost and that person to where someone's in traffic and somebody cuts them off and they want to punch the steering wheel. They remember back of a show where we talked about reducing stress little by little, and they just say, oh, you know, go ahead. Maybe that person's in a rush. Let's just let him go. I want to be the guy to where somebody remembers and has that one little experience. And then if I can get a million people or 10 million people to have that little experience or that little reminder, that little friendly reminder to just chill out and enjoy yourself, I really think we can change the entire planet. Awesome. And you are awesome. right.
1: Fantastic. You are Evan. so
2: right about it.
1: Thank you so much for that and let everybody know where they can get connected with you.
2: Sure thing. Not just paleo.com is my website. You could just search Evan Brand, you'll find my radio show. Sean was a guest on there and we got deep. If you want to hear even more than you hear about Sean, that episode is a great place to start. But yeah, that's my radio show. I've been on the air for a few years now. It's a weekly show as well, uh, covering anything from stress and sleep to even some fringe topics like cell phone radiation and things like that. So if people want to geek out, they're welcome to join me there. It's on iTunes and Stitcher.
1: Awesome, man. Thank you so much for sharing that. And by the way, guys, I'm going to put in the show notes, uh, everything to connect with Evan, but also I'll put the shower filter that I use and he's Right on the money. It's only like 30 bucks. It is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And you will notice a difference when you use a shower filter. The chlorine is bad business. You're going to be absorbing more of that through a shower than drinking drinking water. You know, So it's just something to be aware of. But another thing to add to your superhero toolkit. And Evan, thank you so much for, again, being who you are and being a real pioneer You know, in this yes. podcast movement and helping to create a platform for people to really help to change people's lives. And That's I just right. want to thank you so much for That's that. That's
2: right. Man. Well, thanks again. Y'all are really inspiring. And uh, this has been a a great way to start my day. So hopefully other people feel the same. Awesome. Well, everybody,
1: thank you so much for tuning in to the Model Health Show. I appreciate you so much. Now take this and go and apply something to your life to make your day even just a little bit better yourself. All right, everybody, take care and I'll talk with you soon. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to TheSeanStevensonModel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome yeah. and you're loving it. Yeah. And I read all the comments, so please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks
3: for listening.